This is the Sanam S4 podcast brought to you by Sanam S4, the go-to people for success in the world's fastest growing economies. Welcome back to season three, school counseling in the time of coronavirus. Today we bring to you episode two, beyond the usual subjects and study destinations. Our guest today is Dr. Singh, the admissions officer and college counsellor from Hopetown Girls School, Derridoon. Hopetown Girls School is a boarding school for girls located on 50 acres in a picturesque valley near Derridoon, with a view of the lower Missouri Hills. Hopetown School follows the Indian National Curriculum. Students are prepared for the ISC Class 12 examinations. Dr. Singh is a PhD in economics with over 20 years of experience as a social studies and economics teacher. Dr. Singh is a keen advocate for the counselling movement and aims to help the maximum number of people. Welcome, Dr. Singh. It is a pleasure to have you here with us today. Thank you so much, Ruth. Thank you so much for inviting me to this platform and giving me opportunity to speak about these questions which you have offered me. Thank you so much. How many students each year apply from your school to study abroad? See, about 25% of the batch do apply, but it totally depends upon batch to batch. So we still expect about 25% of students applying abroad every year. And you mentioned the other day on our chat that the students at Hopetown Girls choose subjects and studies destinations that are quite different to the usual choices made by Indian students. Could you elaborate on this and their subject and destinations of choice? Our school is, uh, have a very good subject combinations in humanities and all. So mostly girls uh, do choose uh, political science, international relations, psychology, and uh, of course management but then you know in the combination of psychology majors in management minors in psychology so there are very different combinations they choose and also you know uh, the destinations uh, uh, actually i would say that there is very less amount of children applying to the us but usually students are interested in canada uk europe and they would love to explore new places in Europe and uh, mostly Germany also. So these are the new places. They are not very much, you know, like people are usually running to the US. But my girls are, uh, you know, towards more on the Canada, UK and all this side. Okay, that's interesting. Why do you think they make those choices for those destinations? U.S. has actually been known for engineering and scientific studies, but yes, for liberal arts also. But I think the ad admission process at these countries are relatively easy and students are able to make it to Canadian universities, uh, universities in UK. This year also, we had very good offers from, you know, universities in UK, universities in Canada to my girls. So uh, probably the kind of profile, uh, you know, they have, so it's, you know, matchable to these countries. And also, I guess these are much stable countries where, you know, girls feel safer and the parents also feel the same. So probably that's the reason. Right. Yes, I can imagine that. All right. So let's move to the next question. Is ranking important for your students when deciding on universities abroad? Up to some extent, not actually. But yes, uh, they do look at the, you know, what ranking the university they are applying to has. 
the offer is coming from which kind of university but it's not majorly ranking some of these students will also look out for you know the courses offered the combination of major and minor and the place of course you know the place matters a lot for them which part of the country university is whether they will be able to adjust there or not so not exactly i would say that they go for ranking but yes up to some extent they do uh, look out for ranking thank you that's nice to know that they are looking beyond the rankings yeah they do they do our next question post studies in what fields and in what countries do they find employment Uh, see, we are not very old school. That I would say that we are very old school, and our alumnus are working at different places. But yes, girls are majorly looking at counselling. Few I to work with United Nations in some of the other capacity. Some of them look to work with international banks and all. So this is where they aim, and uh, this is uh, why they you know apply to these universities and countries. All right, let's move on to the next question. Your website describes an interesting counseling program for your students. Can you explain to me how you and the school's counseling program works to help students reach their higher education goals? Yeah, so we have a very integrated counseling program in our school. Since we are an ISC school, so uh, we have our students choosing their subjects in grade nine. So uh, the work of careers department starts right. when the girls are about to finish their grade 8 so we start their counseling from grade 8 on a mild you know platforms not giving too much of exposure to them uh, so we start their counseling from grade 8 so that they can choose right subjects in grade 9 because if they make wrong choice there then it can be a problem so we start working with them as early as grade 8 towards the end of grade 8 have a very detailed uh, curriculum counseling curriculum which is divided across grade 9 10 11 and 12 so which includes you know uh, industry visits internships career experts coming in and talking to students doing their testing if in case it's needed but we lay more emphasis on one to one counseling very personalized so i myself being a school counselor i keep in touch with every girl till the time they get into their desired course or something so it's a long relationship of 3 4 years with my students wherein you know uh, i help them from choosing a right subject at grade 9 and you know making the progress accordingly uh, from grade 9 to 12th and then going to the college in the course of all this we do you know emphasis uh, on that that they are holistically uh, you know uh, doing their development they are participating well in all other events not just academically you know making uh, things for them so it's an holistic approach which we do and in that we also do that profile building what all things they need to you know have a good profile to apply to the universities some extra curricular activities some maybe you know sometimes some kind of certifications they need so it's in whole wholesome program which is like been spreaded out for about 4 years when the girls are with us it's uh, sounds very thorough but also quite interesting i expect they quite enjoy a lot of the sessions and places that you take them to yes yeah though see uh, because girls uh, since we start early so girls get to know that uh, you know what kind of uh, program they are getting into and slowly gradually they get interest also 
into their careers because eventually you know we all as we all are working so they understand that they also have to work at certain point in time so they start thinking on those lines they find their interest they find it interesting when their choice of people come in and talk to them so it's a wholesome program and girls do participate in it very actively and uh, they work hard for what is being told to them and you know whatever they are thinking the what is required for their colleges and everything so they take quite interest in it and they work very actively towards it okay let's move on to the next question since covid have you noticed any changes in their subject or destination choices my girls were usually not applying to the us they were mostly applying to canada uk europe so at the at this point in time uh the girls who are supposed to go next year are still thinking that what should they do of course they would not change their subjects whatever they were looking to study abroad they will they can study in india as well so the subjects changing is no option and they are not planning but yes uh, they are still thinking and watching the situation very carefully that whether they should apply for the next session or not as of the girls who have passed out this year quite a lot have dropped their offers from the universities seeing the situation around seeing the semesters going online so parents are not willing to send them i did see a lot of changes but not in terms of subjects but yes uh, in terms of process thinking process probably i'll say that you know they are still thinking whether they should go next year or not and then some of them have already deferred their offers because the situation doesn't seems to be favorable that they should go or rather they will not be able to go for full one semester or maybe full one year so none of us know about it so that's the reason why they have literally you know they are still hanging in and just watching the situation very carefully yes like everybody in this situation so mostly they have deferred their offers how do the how do the students feel about studying online uh, uh international yes if they decide to take their offers and begin this their studies online and go to the university later how do they feel about that yeah so some of them who had gotten into really good universities like ubc uh, london school of fashion and also these students have taken and they say that even if it's online we don't mind uh, studying online for one semester or one year eventually we will go to that place and we will still you know do better so they are quite positive about it so it's just that either it's there's not a kind of a you know hanging in between uh, either the students are taking up or they are not taking up and those who have taken up they are quite comfortable with virtual learning they're saying as it is even uh, colleges in india are going to be virtual so it hardly matters that we are doing virtual here or for the university abroad so it's the same i think that's fair enough also because colleges in india are also going virtual at the moment so there would be no difference if it's a university abroad or in india those who have accepted their offers they are pretty fine with it they are comfortable with it Yeah, it that's true. Um and interesting to hear and good to hear actually that they're ready to just keep moving forward and face the challenges. Have you noticed a reduction? Yeah, because those mm-hmm. Sorry. Did, you know, it's a kind of a a dream college for them, so they are okay to, you know, wait for some time and then reach there. Right. Yeah. Good to hear. 
Have you noticed a reduction in inquiries for studying abroad for the next intake? Do you think that students are going to start considering staying in India rather than going abroad for the next intake? Not really, uh, because my students who were planning to fill up the applications this year for the next session next year, they are still same. But as I told you, they are still hanging in and waiting and watching the situation, how things are moving, how the experience of their seniors are going to be. And we all are expecting and we are all positive. And I am also telling them that I'm damn sure, you know, next session will not be like this. Things will be better. I'm sure you'll be able to go to your dream colleges. So nothing like that. But yes, they are being watchful. They are watching the situation very carefully. And they're doing their applications and everything right now as normal. That's good to hear. I would like to now move on to our last question and ask you um, about your profession and your journey into this profession. You are very passionate about career counselling and you have been in this space for some time. How did you get into this field and what are your observations about the counselling movement in India? Uh, I moved in into this profession because of my daughter, to be very frank. As a parent, you know, I started uh, looking out for her options, her careers and everything. Right when she was in grade nine, we used to talk. Uh, I used to expose her to different careers and everything. So seeing her, uh, you know, development and how she developed and shaped it up uh, before, you know, everything happened. By the time she was in grade 12, she had a lot of clarity, unlike her friends did, about careers, about college. We were very ready. Even then, I was not, you know, a professional career counsellor by then. I was just being mother. So once this all happened, I saw, you know, the difference between my daughter and other girls. I realized that, you know, this is very much required at the moment. Since children had so much of exposure, they need to know, they need to understand and they need somebody to guide them to find their likes and dislikes and everything. So this is when, you know, I uh, it was three years back. So I then started. So with my experience coming over the school in which my daughter had studied, it was the same school, Hopetown Girls. So they offered me a job seeing that I was doing good. So then I joined Hopetown and it's been like, Almost one and a half years I'm with Hope Town now, helping children. And I'm very passionate about this career is because this is very, you know, uh, kind of a satisfying for me when I see that my girls do well. They are happy in whatever they're doing. So it makes me really satisfied. And I've worked a lot. I have taught so many students, but this is a very different kind of satisfaction I get that I'm able to guide someone to you know fulfill their dreams and all so this was the reason why I came into this profession and I'm very passionate about it now and I see that it's developing very fast in India because career counseling was not a concept in India ever say if I say about five years before there were no career counselors there would there would nobody know that there is a profession called career counselor so it is coming up very nicely in India People are doing some great, uh, you know, work in in order to promote career counselling in India. I really feel good and most importantly, feeling good. Uh, I feel that this is a necessity right now. And I wish every school, every parent would understand that the role of career counsellor is very crucial. The school should, you know, hire career counsellors and let them help with their students. It is very important. 
It is a wonderful profession and we do have some very good counsellors. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that uh, we could maybe meet again at some time soon for another chat and some different topics surrounding counselling. We'd love to have you back and thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you, Ruth. Thank you so much for uh, giving me this opportunity to speak my heart out. And I would be grateful and like it will be lovely to connect with you anytime you need me. It, it was wonderful to talk to you and I, I wish we could travel right now because the school is so beautiful. I would very much like to come and visit you. Oh, definitely. As students. soon as these things are over, you would love to come. You will, you will literally fall in love with my school. It's a wonderful landscape. Yes, I can see that. <laughs> yes. This episode was powered by ManicPod.